0: Rico on the beat.
1: Welcome everybody back to another episode of we still ain't got our shit together um, Today is going to be a very special episode um, Y'all know how I usually begin And I'm going to hit it with a what up though y'all What, what
2: up What's up? Yep.
3: Yes sir So
1: I am joined by a plethora of black kings and my brothers in this podcast today And the podcast is gonna be a black round table talk about being black men in America. And I wanna kinda start the conversation off by asking a simple question. When did we figure out that being black in America was different? So, I think that I'm gonna go ahead and start with Taylor, go ahead we're gonna run with you just give me a a quick semblance of when you figured out when color changed for you like it don't matter what age it was
2: Hmm. i'm a first day probably probably like second grade or something um it was i was first or second grade when i got put in the dt classes and i I was the only black kid in all my core classes um so, so 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 I had a good chance to see a difference between my core classes and then like gym with the other black kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, just seeing how much different even that class was than than, than the average.
1: Okay. Okay. Um,
2: also knowing that um, you had to not just perform, but but especially at that age, have a have a parent or a supervisor. That, that that could speak on your behalf to get you into the class already kind of spoke to, because half the other white kids I was in class with weren't, 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 I'd say, even half as intelligent as myself. So, so you know what I mean? I could look around and say, I don't know what the fuck got y'all, excuse my friend, I, I don't know what y'all got, what, what got y'all admitted into this situation. Because um, you're really not that much more special than Deontay or, you know what I mean, homeboy around the corner. Um, and then ask forward that I'd say you know about by the time 5th 6th grade hit I would had plenty of experiences between you know being being treated differently by kids um I mean that's really a hard question cuz it's not like one thing that that stood
1: out okay that's fair enough that's fair enough you know what I mean I bang with that I bang with that go go ahead little brandon it was on, it's on you well I okay, can't. my fault big brandon now he old now
4: <laughs> <laughs> shit um I say, like, you know what I mean, when I was cognizant of everything, it probably like Trayvon Martin. Like, But like Cuz said earlier, I was always in the acceler- accelerated classes, like, you know what I mean, even as a young kid, you know what I mean? So um, I that, but that, I wasn't really aware of, that was a race thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I was, again, I was the only black kid in the, them accelerated classes too. But um, when I was really aware of everything, I say Trayvon Martin because, um, you know what I mean, it was it was just a crazy time, I was probably like 16 or 17 I hadn't started, I ain't get my license yet, so I wasn't really driving and nothing like that yet, so I ain't getting profiled yet either, but um, but definitely the Trayvon Martin, I just didn't understand, I'm like, why is he able to, you know what I mean, like chase down a black kid in the middle of the, you know what I'm saying just because he's trying to make it home yeah, I, and, and that was my big concern, like, I'm like, I go to the store all the time, I walk up in the street to the store all the time, I mean, you know what I'm saying, is a is a white guy or anybody gonna chase me down you know what i'm saying just because i look suspicious like that it. it just it just hit me kind of hard because I, I i ain't really understand
2: yeah can i ask a question to the group really what's up yeah did, did did anybody else's parents give them the um how to act when you get pulled over talk before you got your license
1: yeah we definitely gonna reach that nah. in a second though
5: i, I, I I'm, right before i got my license yeah that's what yeah they yeah, yeah. should start to happen
1: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna yeah. say
5: pulled
1: over and all that yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say we, we, we're gonna to touch base on that in a little bit t but that's a great question no, uh, um taro let me go ahead and hear from you real quick bro all
6: right uh shoot man i you know i was thinking about it and pretty much i grew up so, of course, well, I don't know if everybody's Adventist, but you know my my father's a pastor, and they really believe in Christian education and things like that. so, I was afforded the privilege of you know staying in black neighborhoods and going to black Adventist academies uh when I was in Houston, that was it, like I stayed in most city. I don't even remember seeing white people like that. My school was uh was off of Belfort in the south side of Houston, so I mean, I saw, uh, you know, Hispanics, but I don't remember really seeing any white people. School, neighborhood, I don't, I don't remember none of that. As, as everybody knows, like Little Rock, that's what I call, you know, home, that's where I grew up. So that's when it really started, Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, the one instance that really stands out was, so, my dad is great with money. So we never really you know on a pastor's salary and my mom's a teacher but they they saved save save so we you know they made sure we weren't staying in a crazy area um so our neighborhood wasn't too bad um, it was a good mix black families white families next door neighbor was this white family and uh where we moved actually the family before us built a back a backyard like a slab with a hoop so, uh, one of the talks like my parents used to always do is, uh, you know, I, y'all know back in college, the waves was my thing. Like, that was my thing in life, period. Like, that do-rag didn't come off. But, you know, my parents would always be like, you know, don't, we're not wearing that in public. If I go to the store for my mom, you're you not wearing that do-rag, take that off. And I'm like, my these waves got to, you know, they got to marinate. Like, what is it? Be? You know, so... Uh, you know, but, but when I'm at home, I had the, you know, I had to do rag, So I'm, I'm in the backyard shooting and I'll never forget. Uh, I probably was around, I might've been sixth grade, sixth grade or so. And I, of course I had my do rag on. I'm just shooting around Uh neighbor. They had a kid. He probably kindergarten. So he's watching me shoot. He just looking so he's like, hey, you know, you know, he tarot can he's come here, let me, you know, and I'm like, yeah, hey, what's up, little homie? And he's like, uh he's like, what what gang are you in? And I'm like, I'm like, what you talking about, bro? You know, he's like, Well, you're wearing a do-rag, you know, what aren't isn't that what, you know, gang members wear? And I'm like, duh. <laughs> he was about to G check too. You know, and I and, and I know, like, gangs were big in Little Rock, but but it just hit me that this was his perspective of the black male. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like, our neighborhood ain't have no break-ins, no, you know, no gunfights, nothing like that. But that's, you know, Durag, he automatically, you know, equated that to bad black man. He's in a gang. So this is kindergarten. So now he's going to go throughout. And I tried to say, I'm like, dog, that doesn't mean that, like, don't ever think that dude like yeah like, don't ask nobody else that either but like that's not the way it is but that that hit me like a ton of rocks you know what i'm saying like yeah.
5: Said
6: this <laughs> was in kindergarten? huh yeah
1: this was in kindergarten no 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 it wasn't kindergarten for him it was kindergarten for the kid that asked him the kid that asked him was like Uh-oh. a kindergarten okay.
2: Hey,
6: man, he, he was rocking. He had the waves popping. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: huh? Five yeah. boy, Terrell's on that jump with the brush like whoo!
6: No, 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 I ain't had that. But then, like, shoot, even outside of that, like when I grew my hair out with braids, uh, my parents sent me to the White Adventist Academy, and I used to bust. I used to bust my ass and pay to yeah. get my hair braided. From this girl she used to give me the ai spider joints cold <laughs> parents used to be like take them joints out during the week and you know because that because you're driving to the west side of town that's where most of the white people are you're going to the white school Oof. we don't need them like looking at you because i was driving to, so it was like damn like and now i look back at it it's like okay well they're trying to protect me because black man with a fro is a little less intimidating with black man with these braids, um, but then also like how the white people view me and they, you know, they may just view aggression just cause of braids. So, those are a couple of things that have just made me realize that life as a black man was just gonna be different.
1: Yeah, all right, man. That's when- Spencerville,
2: John. Like <laughs> that sound like Spencerville.
1: That sounded like it was at Spencerville. I ain't go to Spencerville. So I don't know what that was like <laughs> at all. But yeah, I've heard stories. That shit was wild. But yeah.
2: The only nigga in the whole church.
1: Hey. <laughs> 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 All right. All right, Wayne, go ahead and jump in and give me your experience, bro.
5: Um, So I really can't pinpoint just like one um, incident that really made me notice that there's like a difference, you know, because of my skin color. But you know, around the time when I was getting my license, that's when my parents really started to have that, you know, the conversation with me, you know, telling me, hey, this is what you're gonna need to do if you ever get pulled over. Um, And so, eventually, you know, I got my license and then it happened, I got pulled over a couple times, more than once, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's when I start to notice that they were just a little bit more, just aggressive. Like, I never really experienced you know, authority, white authority, being like super aggressive towards me. You know, so that's really the, I guess, the time where I really felt like there was a little difference. But I can't really pinpoint one where it was like straight blatant, yeah. like uh, disrespectful or, or belittling. But uh, so this around the time I was gotten, really, All right. I could feel it, yeah.
1: Bro, Um, I think you got the most unique story, so I'm gonna have you go ahead and go now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. Um, I grew up in uh, Los Angeles the, the first half of my childhood. So um, my first experience with learning that everything that I was told was real was a was a night with my brother. Um, he's 10 years older than me. So um, we're driving home, um, him and his friends. And so we get pulled over. And, um, you know, he tells me to duck down in the backseat. I'm in the passenger. I'm in the passenger back seat. He's saying duck down and um, no matter what, don't get out the car. So of course, when they um when they pull a pull them over, they ask him all these questions. He's he's telling them we just trying to go home. Like, what's the what do we do? Then they get him and his friends out the car. You know, he tell and then like I'm I'm sitting up to get out, and he, he turns around like don't get out the car. Like no matter what happens, do not get out of the car. So they go and question them, and then of course um well, I shouldn't say of course, but maybe I should. I don't, I don't know, but um of course they do an illegal search, right? So it's three black guys that's all they know is in the car so they come in and get to my side open the door flashlight guy almost freaks out I mean thinking back now that was probably like a dumb thing to tell your little brother to do which is duck down probably could to shot me but you know he's like yo it's a kid back here like you know and his partner they kind of get a little startled like yo what you mean is a kid back there like and they kind of huddle up and then they go back to my brother and them and before all that in the meantime after they huddle up they come and grill me and like ask me all kind of questions about where we were what the night they were doing what they were doing if they were drunk or if they were high where our parents blah 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 and um you know after all that i don't i tell them we weren't doing nothing and then they let us go the guy stops my brother and um the first thing he tells him like before he lets us go is like you know you lucky you know if that kid is here you you all wouldn't be going home tonight mm. simple wild. as that That's and wild. that was that was the first time i realized like you know like i said the conversations are happening in my house all the time I grew up in, in in los angeles and then um you know, all the movies, that was the first time for me, like, everything was super real. Yeah. that um, It was real. Put into perspective. All right,
1: Terrence J. My <laughs> boy and my partner.
3: Yes, sir. South side Atlanta. Uh, yes. Sir. yes, sir. So, for me, now that I've had time to actually think about it, I probably was what, 12, 13?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And inside Walmart, doing some dumb shit, stealing. <laughs> of course, parents parents didn't really have money like that, so I wanted something, so Took you know it. What I'm saying I decided to take it.
2: Now, question, um, Terrence. Terrence, can I ask one question?
3: Yes, Because
2: I'm out here in Atlanta with you. If you know anybody who who, who just got the Rolexes or the Cuban Links about Lennox Mall, <laughs> <laughs> let a nigga know something. Keep going. My bad.
3: <laughs> that's, that's wild. yeah, so i'm I'm on back there in the back room, this security guy like like he's straight grilling me, You're like, what's your name, what's your address all oh, it is dot dot dot, da my I got my license when I was like fifteen years old been, been been driving since 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 I was twelve because in the country, you know what I'm saying. Nobody didn't care that you didn't have no license. You, you you just drove. So, so so he's asking questions. He's reeling me, and then I I noticed my mom walk in, and his whole demeanor changed. I was like, about my three seconds ago, you were just in my face me and going uh, going off. And my mom walk, walked in. Now it's a totally different story. I was like all right, what's up with that? And then I went to college, PWI, the more good old boys up there, it's, it's it was a total culture shock from going from all black everything, like elementary school, middle school, high school, you know what I'm saying? The the neighborhood I, I grew up in early on to moving in the country, all black people. to Going to all white school is it it was different because I've never experienced a white person before. Yeah, that's real. So, yeah, yeah so that was very different. Especially, especially
2: after not experiencing them for so long.
3: Shot. 18 years of my life, I've never experienced a white person or really talked to a white person until college. Yeah. So, I mean, you could tell that it was like a little uh, good old boy town right up the street from from the campus they had a fucking ca- cotton field mm. so that was yeah, the first time i seen that. the cotton field i was tripping was that huntsville for you know, UB? I was like yo my ancestors used to pick this yeah. I was like, but they got they had to kill me before i did this yeah. and yeah. they and, and 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 they definitely it, did they definitely it, did kill some of our ancestors too.
1: About the
2: the too. and they yeah. would definitely try to they would definitely try to
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so college was the first time I realized like I I'm black, and they're, they're really white. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I took that I, I took that experience back back home, and I was like, I, I took some I took some stuff from it, but at the same time, I'm like I, right, I'm gonna be black until until the day I die. So you ain't, ain't worry about, about it. Conform to what they think or what mm-hmm. they want. Right.
1: All right. So I got Go ahead.
3: Oh Go ahead,
5: so go ahead I Wayne. want to ask a question from uh Terrence's story. Do you think that was like uh, detrimental to you, like growing up? I guess it's being around all black and then finally um being around white people at a like a later age, or do you think you should have been introduced to
3: that earlier? For me I, I think I should have been introduced to that earlier. You don't think?
1: No, you say he does. Yeah,
3: I, you do. I, I, I do. I do definitely, Be- because granted, I'm a naturally laid-back, quiet type type of guy. I don't talk too much. I, I uh, listen and observe. But my first time trying trying to interact with them, I I realized I couldn't talk to them the same way that I talk to somebody my else. friends, yeah. or the way I talk to other Black people. Okay. So I didn't know how to talk to them. That's real. So I didn't talk to them at all.
1: That's real. I think everybody so far has seen a different experience uh, out of each of our stories. Um, I'm going to go ahead and share mine now. Uh, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. I mean, when I mean predominantly white, the only black family on my street.
2: Hmm.
1: So, I grew up in what you would call upper middle class, if that makes sense. So, uh, Taylor's been in my house, Brandon's been in my house uh, Terrell's been to my House I grew up in um, In downtown Silver Spring And it was really weird Because the Difference of being black and white Started early for me Right um, I realized like when I was really young I still would kind of play with kids Outside the neighborhood but originally About six or seven That changed completely For me And if anybody knows my dad, he's been really pro-black my entire life, right? But it was like, you're pro-black, but we live in a white neighborhood, but we'll never do nothing with people in our neighborhood, right? So it was one of those differences. And then it really was a shock for me when he sat me down for the first time to understand, which was probably about seven, um, because me and my sister started taking the, the train to school, now, I also went to black uh, Christian education at that time uh, at G.E. Peters. Um, but we would have to take the train for Silver Spring to Fort Totten Station. And this is at a young age, right? So me being outside of his care and outside of my mother's care, when me and my older sister taking the train to school, he was like, there's a switch. And I learned my switch early being around white people, but spending most of my you would say free time and educational time around African Americans. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was to the point where as I got older and I would go to cut people's grass, I would talk different. You know what I mean? Now I don't well, think
5: code switching. Right? Yeah.
1: I didn't I don't I don't think that I truly understood yet Honestly what the difference was I mean I knew about it He talked to me about it But the the ability to comprehend The information that was being given to me Was not really comprehended Until I was older But he was like you know You got to switch When I go to work I'm one way When I come home I'm another way Mm -hmm. But being in that neighborhood Every time you walked out the door The switch needed to happen Mm. So I think that's where Me being able to navigate a lot of situations that came my way in life kind of helped because me and Jamal have like a little bit of a difference. He grew up everything black. Mm -hmm. Like I grew up in a neighborhood with everything white. But honestly, you know, as I got older, I didn't really spend time in my own neighborhood like that. Like I mean, if I was at my crib, I'm at my crib. I'm going to hoop. I'm never at my neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? I'm always somewhere else and that's how it I kind of ended up being for me understanding that I was different at an early age because I was the only person that looked like me. And then having the explanations were, were definitely not understood until older. I would say about 16 is when I really understood. So it was like, I was learning how to navigate, right? But at the same time, learning how to navigate, I didn't understand why I was navigating. So it was like, my dad was giving me the information off break, well, you know, when this situation happens or this happens, this is what you do. This is how you act. When you're on the train, don't talk to nobody. You and your sister go sit over here. You do this. You do that. And, you know, not really understanding what that meant until I got older. And, you know, I think like everybody else, um, for me, the profiling really started for me when I started driving, too. Right. And then I think when I really, outside of The natural scheme profile that everybody thinks about when you drive or when you're in the car, because we had nice stuff, because we had nice stuff, it happened a lot. So anytime I was in my dad's whip, if I'm driving his, uh, when he bought the new E-Class when that came out, um, I was 16. If I'm driving that, automatically, first time I've ever been put on the curve in my life. asked to come out the car, put on the curve. Why are you driving this? What's this for? How 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 are you able to afford a car at this age? Because me and my father have the same name. Does that make sense? And so mm-hmm. that was really like, I mean, I thankful in a way to learn how to navigate early enough when I was 16 to have a little bit more understanding of what was going on. But I would say that would be one of the first times that that really hit me with that situation. So... I think Taylor posed a great question earlier. When when did everybody get that conversation of how to deal with the cops? And I want to start. I want to start. I want to start with Broom.
2: You want to end with me or start with me?
1: No, I want to start with Broom on this one. Yeah,
2: because I got some stories for y'all.
0: When when how to how when was like I don't know continuous conversation my entire life. Yeah. put it like that, I mean, like I said, um, I'm, a, I'm a love child or an accident, whichever way you want to call it. <laughs> the late baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, the, the closest age gap between me and my siblings is 10 years. So, yeah. immediately, as soon as I could go to preschool or whatever, either I was getting picked up by a sibling, so we're on the bus, mm-hmm. or you we know, finally end up in the same school, first grade, 11th grade type of situation. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that was always the conversation. Just, you know, uh, always if you're in the car, man. just make sure your hands are visible, no sudden movements. If you need to get something, you need to ask them. Uh, if you don't have to answer to any questions, just don't say nothing. Uh, you know, if something happens and y'all get separated, like, you know, or if they take y'all in, just call me, don't say nothing. So, like, the the how to handle police is just like I said for me it was a consistent thing especially through my youth Um, along with other conversations it was a part of a a bigger conversation for I guess a Los Angeles kid so Mm -hmm. how you deal with gangs how you deal with um, you know strangers how do you deal with the police because now I'm you know whatever I am five and my brother's 15 or I'm six so it's it's like I have to get like almost like that bird box conversation like you with your brother like you listen to your brother like you know what Mm. I mean like don't Play around, it's not a game, you know, whatever. Like whatever he says you do until you get home, like kind of thing. So um, yeah, but then um, yeah, that, that's when that conversation started. And then of course when I started driving, it became worse because now we were in the south at that point, And um, you know, we didn't have, I don't think we had a super nice cars. We had regular cars. Like my mom had a Tahoe, we had a Sierra. <laughs> you know, so some real was, southern cars like you some know, real southern cars yeah. but, um it was just that like my dad would always be like you know he gave me like the range like cops don't mess with you five miles or above the speed limit once you get past that like you're gonna have issues yeah you know so stay within that five mile range and then also which i don't know if everybody gets but he was like don't drive too too slow either like you yeah know what I mean? if the speed yeah limit 50 you either at 55 or at 50 like you're not 45. So, like, you got to be close to the speed limit or over somewhat, but not 60, because then they going to mess with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> yeah. got to be right there. Yeah. And it was like, you know, because he's a driver. He's a bus driver. So, like, he's yeah. he just been telling me, like, those kind of rules that you figure out, like, and then if it's, you know, if you get a car and your tent feels like it's dark, crack the windows, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just it's one of those joints. He gave me all those, like, every little tidbit, because for my dad, it was mostly do not allow them to do their job. Meaning, like, don't impede them, but do everything in your power to where you, you don't have to see them yeah. at all. Yeah. And then one of his, one of his cousins that, um, actually, is his nephew, but they're about the same age, because his, his sister is way older than him. He's, like, the last of eight. Mm-hmm. So he was a cop. So, like, my cousin Victor used to always tell me a bunch of stuff to do. That's what I'm saying. It was a continuous conversation yeah. all the way around yeah. for me. Just right. hey, this is what you do. This is what you do, and if anything really, really happens, then you mention my name. But only in like the most em- most emergency thing you could you could ever be in. Yeah. So,
1: alright. Low, Brandon, you next. Go ahead.
4: Um, I say when I started driving, and I had to start driving Richard around. Um, yeah. so my mom was like, "Y'all, y'all got to be careful," because you know I'm saying, especially because you got your little brother in the car. And so she was just like. Same thing as Brian said. She was like, don't drive too fast, don't drive too slow. You know what I mean? If you do get pulled over, you know what I'm saying? Be as polite as you can. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. No, no, no ma'am. Yes, sir. No, you know what I mean, all that. So it was just basically just be polite. Um, be cautious. About, yeah, she definitely told me no sudden movements. No sudden movements. And you know what I mean? When I was younger, I had I had long hairs the same mm-hmm. way. So she was just like, be careful. It. It'd be they do they will they will pick
3: on you cuz you're black she told yeah. me that right. Jamal so my story is a bit a bit different <clears throat> my parents didn't have that conversation with me like at all so everything that I learned I pretty much learned by myself either seeing it or Shit. experiencing it myself. Yeah. Mm. So, so 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 most of my knowledge came from actually seeing it like 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 on T V or on videos. So I see how this person act and then I see how this person act that made them get arrested or mm. get beat. So I'm like, all right, so I need to act like this person if I'm ever pulled over pulled over by cops. So it was it was a culture shock the first time I, I got pulled over. I was in the first time I got pulled over up speeding <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and my my heart was pounding. I was like, all right, so what, what do I do now? Like am I yeah. about to get pulled out of the car? Am I about to go to jail? Like what's up? So I kept my hands on the steering wheel. I looked Straight ahead. I turned down all the music. I turned, <laughs> I turned on the lights in the car.
0: If I say you turn on the light bro. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I, I turned on the lights. I'm like, all right. So, I'm pretty dark skinned, and and it's, it's dark out. So let me let me make sure I'm visible. Let me make sure my, my hands are visible. I'm not trying to cause any trouble. None of that. Yeah. Yeah. So right. it was a learning process from driving since i was 13 man the South is different bro <laughs> i <laughs> drive 13
1: <laughs> oh shit i mean look i've been driving for a little while you know what shout, shout out the way saving saved my life one
5: time in his sister's car what happened with i don't remember what happened with
1: that we was in her car she like left it running <laughs> i think you either either you or i hopped in the
4: driver's seat
1: and, and then, like, well, we was like, we was like, gunning, you? we was using Georgia woods at the time. Last week I was living in Georgia woods at the time that we were like gunning the, uh, the, the gas. Oh, and then it went
5: four over the
1: curve. Nah. Like I was, I think I was like, Oh, nah. Like I know how to burn out or something like that. And I was like, put your foot on the brake and it hit the gas.
4: What? the
1: We were like 10 bro. That shit was stupid. <laughs>
4: That sounds like some shit you would say, though. Probably, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it does sound like some shit I said. That's why I said he saved my life. <laughs>
4: I know how to burn out.
1: I mean, look, I mean, it's life. That's definitely
3: some
1: John shit. I mean, I can do it now, though, so we good. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Wayne. Go ahead, Wayne. Tell me about yours. Uh,
5: yeah, like I said before, there's, that conversation probably started to happen you know, around the time where I was about to start getting my permit and license. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like everyone else said, they would always just tell me, hey, make sure you're respectful at all times. Have your hand on the steering wheel if you get pulled over. The lights is a definite. Especially at nighttime, it's like, make sure you turn on all the lights. Um, and wind down all your windows. And uh, and it's like, you know, be calm. Um, especially when I had tents on all my cars when I first got my my car had tents, 5% tits.
1: 5%? That boy went riding around
5: with limos all day. day (laughs) And then like 35 on my windshield. And my parents hated it. They begged me not to get it because for that reason, like, hey, that is just drawing attention to you. You get pulled over. And, you know, just being hard-headed, I wanted to do what I wanted to do, and I end up getting it. And uh, it definitely cost me because I definitely got pulled over multiple times. And uh, I had to strip the tents multiple (laughs) times. So... Uh, but during those during those moments, that, like I just had to put everything into play what they what they taught me. So I mean, that's about it.
6: All right, all right. Tweezy, Terrell. Shoot, man, same, pretty much the same thing. Uh, you know, hey, son, listen, I, don't, I like, permit when I'm driving without them. He say, listen, man, you going down this highways. Let me teach you how to do cruise control. Do that as a speed limit. You know, say if you get pulled over, you know, like like Wayne said, like stressing respect. Like he was just like, I don't care if you're upset that you're easy. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Uh, I'm going here, sir. I'm I'm on the way here, sir. Here. Do you mind if I get my wallet or you know, drive with your wallet? Cause I I normally you know i follow after my dad so he keeps it back right pocket i used to keep it back there but you take it out put it up there while you drive so uh that's 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 the most vivid memory of when he sat me down to to be like okay hey, if you're ever pulled over this is what you need to do
5: then anyone did anyone to tell us uh if you're going to get pulled over, make sure you get pulled over in, a, like, a lighted area.
6: Like, never yeah. gonna get pulled over in a yeah. dark area. Okay. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. That, yeah. Hazards pull. on and just drive
0: slow.
1: Yeah. 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 I remember. I think. You know, like,
0: not trying to run away, but, like, get, get to a more lit spot. Yeah, right. you just take
1: your time get to a more lit spot. That's one of the things that I think I learned, too. Um, I'm going to go ahead and jump because Taylor asked to go last. Um, I think, for me, my my conversation was totally different. I was never told to roll my window all the way down. I was told to crack my window and then ask why I was pulled over. That was always step one. So step one was to create calls, right? So, well, you know, good evening officer. Make sure your license was already out, your registration's in hand. So I ride with my registration in my center console always. So the key is this, when they pull you over, by the time you pull me over, my license is in my hand, my registration is in my hand. So if I feel like it's this way, I can either, because I started driving at the time of cell phones, right? So I had a cell phone since so I could drive. So for me, it was like, if you ever feel like it's out of pocket, you can call 911 on the cops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like So I think the conversation for me was a little bit different <laughs> So in a sense I'd be like alright <laughs> You can call 911 on the cops all right?" <laughs> but I mean I think it really did help me in a lot of situations Though I mean Well the crazy part about this The first time I got pulled over I forgot everything I was ever taught I was late for a basketball workout It's summer Of 04 I think the first time I ever got pulled over I'm in Tacoma Park. I ain't going to lie. I'm speeding now. Like, I'm trying to get there. Blow right by a cop, right? Come, come over. My dumbass, I, I got the license and registration in my hand. Turned the car off. Took the seatbelt off. Opened the door. Cop was like, you want me to shoot you? Whoa. First thing came out the cop's mouth was, you want me to shoot you? In Tacoma Park is when that happened. And I was like, nah, I'm just trying to show you my registration and license my bag, close the door. And ever since that moment. Ever since that moment. <laughs> huh? Mm. Ever since that moment. Yeah. yeah, like ever ever since that moment, I, I have never panicked under pressure being pulled over. Mm. Like I have some wild stories being pulled over. I mean I think that set me up to be prepared. Um I remember when I got the Maxima. Uh, I was driving through Tennessee. Uh, it was like Coatesville, Tennessee, or something like that. And we were on our way home from uh from school. And me and Wayne, uh, Broome and Terrell, and Brandon for a brief time, all went to school in Alabama. And so me and me and Slimbo riding home in the Max, and like Wayne, my tents was dark, tent on the front windshield. Now, I knew dude was unmarked anyway, right? He's following me for about five miles. I'm, by, I'm guessing I'm about to pull out to his jurisdiction. So he finally puts his lights on. Pull up, do the same thing. Crack one window. Why are you pulling me over, sir? Like, you know, what's the reason? Oh, I couldn't see into your car. Well, why did you need to see into my car? Well, you know, the legal limit in the state of Tennessee is 35%. Well, sir, I understand. But I'm not from Tennessee. I'm driving through Tennessee right and that was i think my first time being in a situation where making somebody feel small I, it was one of the reasons i had to learn right because i'm like you're going to give me a tent ticket in tennessee for driving through tennessee is that really the case right now and so i could see he started to get perturbed for the first time and then you know asked me to step out of the vehicle Blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know, so I turned to Slim, and I'm like, yo, call 911 and ask for supervisor. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: And he was like, nah, look, you don't need to do all that. All I really want to do is talk. So I put the window down some more, and I'm like, we can talk. Like I said, we're on our way home from school. You know, what is it that you're looking for at this moment? Well, what's the legal tent in Maryland? Well, it doesn't bother you because you have no jurisdiction in Maryland. And I kept remembering to myself, like, I guess i was just so hot for so many times being pulled over and i'm like i'm really coming at him like i'm trying to get a reason for you to be able to pull me over right now was i speeding no because i was on cruise control i saw you miles out and by the time you got to me i'm on cruise control like let me know what it is oh uh, i couldn't see into your vehicle that's not a reason to stop well we've had issues in the area is there a probable cause and so as we sit and go back and forth I could see that Slim was getting a little nervous and a little agitated. And so I complied a little bit more and was just like, "Oh, I told you this is what it is. So as we talked, then he tried to start questioning Slim and then eventually he just let us go. But that was the first time I think I've ever experienced where a cop kind of really got agitated with me. And I was just like, all right, you got to be able to figure out how to say that you know your law at the same time with figuring out how to not make them feel small
5: right right yeah that that that's pretty interesting because that was taught from you from you feel like a young age from your pops yeah and he kind of taught you how to handle cops and situations like that yeah. from a power perspective well yeah i mean from, from what everyone else kind of said it it didn't come off like that when we got pulled over yeah i mean you're you playing from uh, a sense of power still showing respect but a sense of power. Um, so that that's that was pretty interesting. I think I think um, I
1: think the difference is education, right? Not not in a sense of like school. But both of huh. my parents worked for three letter government organizations for the better part of their lives. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. my mom trained people mm-hmm. that literally went in for a certain type of badge. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. My dad worked in the sciences first and then computers. You know. Mm-hmm. At stint at the White House, stint at another three-letter organization. I just can't put them out there at the moment. But it was just I had information on what to do. But at the same time, you had to figure out how to do it. Because mm-hmm. at, at a certain point, you can feel like you're in a position where you're <coughs> going to put yourself in some trouble. And I mm-hmm. think that was the first time feeling that, being in the South, in the middle of nowhere. Like, I'm in a mm-hmm. part of Tennessee Ain't nothing but fields for like miles, like this miles. Yeah. And so, I think like I, I, you know, talking to Slim, Slim was like, "Yo, what you doing, bro?" <laughs> right. <laughs> like this, her we go to school, like, like we, like, you know what I mean? I was like at the time, I was just like, "What you mean? Like, there's no reason for us to be pulled over." So I'm hot about being pulled over, and he's just like, "Dude, like you're like going in for what?"
5: Well, people of a, of a white color. This is yeah. how they teach their children is to yeah. ask questions. Hey, why are you pulling me over? Why such and such? But that's or the key, you? though.
1: It's, it's, it, there, there, there is no law.
5: We ask questions <laughs>
1: I mean, I, th- I think cause the thing, the key is there is no law that says you have to comply at that moment, right? Being pulled over in itself, you're stopping is a courtesy. Now, I that's a totally
2: different experience.
1: Nah, I'm, and I agree. I'm pretty sure. I'm just saying, but at the end of the day they have to give reason. There's a whole point. Like, I, I mean, now, 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 that I'm in my 30s, if I get pulled over, all right, if I know I'm wrong, just give me my ticket. Give me my ticket so I can go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You speeding? Yeah, give me my ticket. Let me go.
0: After, after the goes, <laughs> I, I have a question, so I just want to put that on record. We'll say that again? I said, after we let T go and then tell his story, it's Taylor, right? I don't, I don't,
5: that's right. Okay, I didn't want to
0: say your name wrong. But after he goes, like I want to, I got a question about you know John and what you just said.
2: Yeah, I asked him first since he's still on the subject. Or how you want to
0: do it? I think it'll all be. I think it'll all tie in. So I'm pretty sure that it'll be. Yeah. it'll be all good. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, T.
2: I'm gonna give a little more context to me, me myself. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you? So like, like one, you know, I'm welcome everybody and thanks for welcoming me to the chat. Um, two. For those who don't know me, uh, um, I, I know with well, John Wayne and and Brandon. That's why I know him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the, the way that everybody knows me is also I'm, I'm I was raised seven to eight from seven to eight mm-hmm. um and and we know each other from the best day out the week, right? Sabbath, right? Spending Sabbath with each other for, I guess you know what I mean damn the eighteen years. Yeah. So <clears throat> now, outside of Saturday, I had a whole different life. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure I was. I mean, could probably show that. And as it relates to even this chat, um, in a lot of different ways, I would say my life changed when I was like 10. You know what I mean?
5: Mm. Like,
2: when my people split, like now again, both my parents were seven day Adventists, and I went to Brinklow with these three fellas. Um, but when my people split, I ain't seen my pops again, like at all. You know what I mean? Like until until like I was like 18 and 19, walking through the mall. Right, so so like, I say that to say, like night and day, I had a whole different opportunity to really have a lot of to myself time and out the house time from, from that point forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, as that plays into even this race thing, even how I said earlier, I was, I was in a, you know, a better scholastic class than most, like I already had the experience that once I walked out of school, but like, like, like I was with all black kids for the rest of the day. And then, once my people, once my people split, um, not only you know the the different phases that me and my mother experienced financially, but, um, but although we stayed in the same county, which Howard County is the the, the the number one scholastic county in in America, right? But 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 we're twenty minutes or fifteen minutes from Baltimore. You feel me? So like so like socially, all, all the black folk who here they kind of like the daughter of a dope dealer who, who just started up her own daycare type shit, you know what i'm saying like like like, like so like mm. i'm in class with with the smart kids and i am i am i'm not I'm, I'm, I'm excelling them but I, I also play basketball outside and I stay at the courts yeah you know what I mean like 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 that or, or up until like I'm like maybe 12 13 i start really you know what i mean like having a chance to mess in with the community <clears throat> so like the first I had already had spent, you know, got arrested once, n- not on my own doing. You feel me? Like, like, like a friend of mine had picked me up who who didn't have his license at the time, but but he was two years older than me, so I was fifteen. He like uh, seventeen, I think he junior. You know what I'm saying? So like, he he just used to pull up to the neighborhood sometimes, and and say he was you know driving one of the one of our homeless dudes. Ain't nobody asking nobody what they got got an idea now. I'm saying so like uh, the first time I got arrested was coming home from run the mills one day. You know what I mean? Like if if if, if none of y'all been on that side, or run the mills in the mall now, and back in DC, they, they got the casino up there now. You know what I mean? So like a lot of times if you in the city and, and you got a whip now, you might pull up to, you know what I mean, Columbia Mall, feel like you like in Buckhead type shit. You know what I mean? So like, like I said that to say um one I already had a a, a good experience and I was gifted scholastically among other things. You know what I mean? So like 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 i had a good experience of knowing how to code for it, like John said, you know what I'm saying? Cause from from six in the morning till two to four PM, I'm I'm I'm, I'm talking to you know what I mean to, to the school teachers like you know what I mean properly. I'm talking to these white kids like you know what I mean, I got a better vocabulary than you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But 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 when I get out of school, I'm I'm hooping I'm around the neighborhood like you can think I'm square or not, nigga. See me with the hands. You feel me? Like, and that's kind of what it became. So like, 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 like the first time I get jammed is is, is Isaac dumbass ain't ha- ain't have his license. We coming, we coming down. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, 29. Come back to the crib when we post over. and This nigga start swerving. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and telling me to call his mom if he get jammed. I'm like, nigga, like you are two years older than me. You feel me? Like, 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 what you crying for? Like, 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 we get pulled over, <laughs> get taken to the jail over by Jessup. Like, they end up calling my mom, my mom hot, you feel what I'm saying? Like, she a school teacher. Uh, like, like, but she's she's also very good with the code switching in, in, in and she's an educated lady. Uh, um, so, she gets up there, she cuts out the nigga. She like, Yo, one, my son wasn't driving, and two, like, um, you don't have no, you, you don't have no jurisdiction to be taken in a minor, especially in this situation, especially, like, you ain't called me before you took him in. What the fuck is you doing? You know what I mean? Like, I go home like I kind of got well there was nothing for me to get on you know what I'm saying but like i I I say that to say I'd already had experiences with authority figures and police before I got my license so so the main thing my mom told me is just yo stay calm (laughs) you know what I'm saying like same thing like one homie said like um you know drop don't go too fast but don't be dragging it you know I mean you whip out it like drop like you got some sense you know what I'm saying like like, like, if a cop ever pulls you over keep your hands up you know what I mean? So that they can already see from the back that, that that you're not doing nothing. Stay still. Stay calm. You know what I mean? Talk to them like you normally would talk to them. And, and, you know And just give me the rest of the stuff that it was a combination with y'all. All right. Um, I, I know Brandon got it. You, know, you know what I mean? Probably got the footage of a, a little funny time we got profiled down at... Um, oh, I do. Yeah, you know I mean, like... I do, like but that like, nigga, I was,
4: that, was like, that was like three years ago, though.
2: And the point I'm making even with that... And that was a good example of literally not doing nothing,
4: uh,
2: yeah. like, like like not even a mis, like like yo. Know, I I remember one time. This was probably like my first my first and, and last summer um, back from um, my freshman year at Morehouse. Like I see I I got the scholarship to Morehouse. In, in my first semester, my mom remarried and then moved out to the state. So but but how how she how she sold the house or whatever, I had a, I came home the summer in between my freshman and sophomore year and stayed there by myself. You know what I mean? Like that like but this one night I'm taking two of my homies back in the Baltimore City. You know, what I mean it's like um but it's was late though. It's like between eleven and midnight. And at, at the time one of my homies a school teacher at this time. The other one's a college student with me. You know what I mean? it's so like I was going the speed limit. I remember looking at it. I think it was 55 coming in the city or wherever he was at. Like, I was going 55. Like there was no reason for none of this. What's the name? Um, homie pulled me over. Ends up at, like on 95 coming into Baltimore. Asked me to step off the car, and then just asked me how I knew everybody in the car. You know what I'm saying? But you know, Baltimore got got a mean drug game and all that other bullshit. But but, but nonetheless. The, the, I don't care if we was dope dealers. There was no reason for you to pull me over. <clears throat> and then and then you don't even talk to me nothing about really speeding. You just ask me, how do I know the two people in my car? But like, that's,
1: that's funny. That's actually an M.O. Single- you heard me, T? That That's actually uh, an M.O. that a lot of cops use to get you hemmed up. It's like, they'll pull you over and start asking you questions before you ask them. You see what I'm saying? I so mean, that's one of the tactics I, I, I that they use. I already know a whole lot yeah. of
2: games. Yeah you know I mean but 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 profiling and especially when you know you are going through certain situations like mm-hmm. like you know, I've gotten situations where I've literally known to give the cop the weed and, and and literally ain't nothing came from it. I know I I've had situations where you gotta step, yeah I mean you better stuff that shit somewhere and and tuck that this way and and, and even in getting in certain conversations ultimately was gonna get you off. You know okay? Like mean? like 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 the fact that you could even talk to a nigga crazy you know yeah I mean as as half the group even you know what I mean confirmed, it, it's proof that you had a blessing with you. You know what I'm saying? Because, because that whole making them sound small shit, that, that's, a, that's the first thing niggas told you not to do. You feel know what I'm saying? Do not get smart with this nigga. Do not, do not raise your voice. Don't be out here doing whatever. Stay calm. You know what I mean? Talk with the best vocabulary you know and, and play this shit out like, you know what I mean? like Kind of like you're playing out a semi-reasonable person. If anything, try to make it more reasonable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I'll, I'll sooner take the ticket or the charge if it's going to get out of like, like you really trying to murder me all you?
1: <clears throat> yeah. You
2: know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like. The time me and Brandon got pulled over coming out of the airport, the car wasn't even moving. I'm I'm, I'm pulling up to the curb, waiting for him, waiting for him to come, to, to just put his bags in the door. Like, like, like I, I've already circled around enough so that when I park, I'm not waiting no more than like two minutes right here by the terminal for him to literally walk physically out the door. So, so by the time that the cop even hops out and starts talking to me, like. Brandon's literally five feet from the car, taking his bag off his shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like he ends up getting mad with me because he's out of place. and in that time, I felt like making him um, look small, as you put it. You know what I'm saying? Like Brandon hops in the car, me and him drive off, and, and the dude waits what what a mile and a half before he just comes back onto the highway, pulls us over, bro. And Brandon got the footage, right? I do. Yeah, you know I mean, like like and it start with <laughs> after the nigga already walked in the door. Brandon turns to me, he's like, yo, tell him why we locked up, cuz. And what I say What I say, Brandon. <laughs> I say say call the cop bitch and act
4: <laughs> <Yeah>, like,
2: <laughs> like a bitch ass nigga. You know what I mean? Like like he gon' he gonna hop back in his car and then follow me back <laughs> five minutes later, pull me off, yeah you know I mean, on the highway just just and specifically say like, yeah, you know I mean, like, I'm pulling you over and giving you this ticket. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, like, I, and then I'm like, all right, we'll have a blessed one. He like, oh, now let's have a blessed <laughs> one. Say what you said to me again. I'm like, what you want me to call
0: you? Like,
1: yeah, that's crazy. All right, B, go ahead and throw that question out that you wanted to throw out. That's going to be the last one for the day.
0: I was thinking that even if, because um, I mean, I I wouldn't know, uh but I was thinking that your dad's speech of telling you how to handle an officer uh, from a position of power—do you think that was regional? Like, for instance, mm. I was told all of those things, right? Yeah. But, but I'm dealing with LAPD in the '90s. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah. it was like it's not worth it. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, you can ask, and you know, because I'd ask that question, you know, you. You're, you're, you're a little kid. You, you're watching life. I, I lived through the Rodney King riots and all that. So, yeah. you know, you're a little kid and you're asking these questions. Like, why why don't I need to ask a question? Like, don't do you need to tell me? And my cousin is like, listen, man, you're dealing with LAPD. Like, this ain't I this think ain't a movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the whole goal is to get home. I think, I like, think. You know, so I was just thinking, like, is that a regional thing? Like, growing up in East? Because I know D.C. is crazy. But, you know, you like Maryland, D.C., yeah. it's all little sections. I don't really know much about it but besides from you all. Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's like a regional or area thing because i didn't do that down in texas either i mean i i was older and a little more bold like to talk some trash like but um that wasn't the smartest thing like you know as far as as interactions with i would i would (laughs) think i would think
4: in different different (laughs) sections like 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 i say where john lived at in in montgomery county it's a little bit you know i mean if you come through there and you black they're definitely checking for you a little bit more than like you know I'm yeah. saying, like in Prince George's County or in the city, you know what I mean? Like especially if you got a nice car, like
3: you nah. know
4: what I'm saying, like you said, got a bands in Montgomery County, they're like, Hold up, you black, you got a bands annual in Montgomery County, what's going on?
1: And I think I think with Brandon Lutu I think I mean it's been a few times I I mean I've been pulled over I used to speed a lot. Um, but they look at your address and do give you one of them eyebrows. Like i like, all right. You know, <laughs> All right. But at the same time I think for me where it came from My dad is like He's always felt like What you present Is what people perceive right And so the, the conversation Was never to be Talking rudely right It's to ask questions That you would ask If you have a position of power Like so if you were a lawyer Could you ask a question like a lawyer right If you were this could you talk like this So, it wouldn't be like I'm calling him names or profanes, but it'd be like, look, you know, my license and everything is out. Like, if if you have a legitimate reason to pull me over, you see what I'm saying, then I am all okay to comply. But until then, I need to know why I'm being pulled over. You see what I'm saying? Like, so if you state, hey, you know, I'm pulling you over because I I caught you going five miles over, ten miles over. I mean even me and me and Jamal got a nice little story uh racing from my house one night to his house. And uh <laughs> you know you, you know the Lord works in mysterious ways, you know the, the my my boy could not have been pulled over in that time frame. Should not have been pulled I over in And uh you know he, yeah. he he thought he thought his little Corolla had had a little bit of kick to it. And so I had to dust it, his ass, um, you know. He's had a Corolla. <laughs> his Corolla had a little kicks to it. I had to dust his ass coming <laughs>
3: down. Uh, we were coming we, where we coming we down? down. We were uh, th- we were th- it was it was Thornton road, road, right? John John's apartment. And yeah. Of course, me and the Corolla at that time, I raced everybody.
1: Like <laughs> in the Corolla, dog. And like in my mind, I was like, I shouldn't even race him. Like, I, like it don't even make no sense. Let me shut this dude up. Like, I got a V6 VTEC. I'm about to kick your ass. And so. Man, I, I I I catch a super speeder ticket here in Georgia and it was just like you know, I started to ask why are you pulling me over, like do my whole spill. And I was just like, All right, yeah, I fucked up. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, go ahead and give me the ticket. Yeah. But I was like, why why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I was like, dude, I know I fucked up. Just go ahead and give me the ticket. <laughs> like that was the first time I think that's kind of been a situation like that. And I remember I get back to Jamal's house and I'm talking to him was
3: like, "Damn, bro, <laughs> super speeder." But it was a blessing in disguise because at at the time, I I had just like literally just gotten off of a DUI. Yeah, oh. yeah. And granted, I granted, it, I I blew a point one, and of course the the legal mm-hmm. limit is point zero eight. Yeah. So you so, weren't
1: you weren't that far over, but they they making sure that black ass is
3: about to have that DUI. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so of course the speed limit was like forty five. I, I I passed John going like you ain't passed me, and John you... shot shot past me, and, and as soon as John sh- shot past me, I I looked ahead, I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> I slammed on brakes, like I I literally slammed on brakes. Oh, and that shit was all bad. Pull off the side of the road. By that time, I'm going 25, 30 miles per hour, and 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 I saw him shoot past me and get jet. I was like, oh shit, it's over with now. Nah, that shit was all bad.
1: I I have not received a ticket since that day, and that was what four years ago, four
3: maybe five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Legends I say bro, I, I promise Yeah, you yeah I ain't received a ticket. Life, like, I haven't driven drunk ever. Well, I, I wasn't drunk then, but according I mean, to them, I was. But, yeah. None of that. Speedy, none of that. But,
1: yeah. I want to jump back into Brandon's question of of, of power, though. But, yeah, I, when, when, when you asked if it was regional, um, <coughs> I would actually assume so because I don't think we were as bad as like LA County or the South, honestly. You know what I mean? Uh, Like growing up, like if it was that every single day, huh? As far as
2: like discrimination,
1: as far as like police brutality, I would say. You know what I mean? That's why. That's why I was speaking. I mean, Baltimore County. Yeah, yeah. I I say for me, for me, for me, there was very few times I actually spent time in Baltimore. So. I mean, if it wasn't, like, coming out that way to hoop at, at Loyola College out there, like, I was never out there. Like, only time I really was out there if I was going to hoop or if something was eventually going on. Like, I mean, I partied in Baltimore once or twice. That was a lot of fun, though. I ain't going to lie. Y'all, 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 y'all turn up. Y'all turn up for real. Um, but honestly, like, I spent most of my city time in, in, in D.C., Um, Growing up Because I I mean I grew up on 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 the borderline Like I grew up Like a walk into D.C. So I spent That's where I spent my time So I never really felt The need to get out To Baltimore like that Unless it was the hoop Or to do something else But um, You know I think for him Like he was coming From a position of power though If that makes sense Like he was talking The way that he knew Like And what he knew If that made sense And he was trying To pass that on to me In that same position you see what I'm saying? But being younger, like he could speak of authority, but at the same time, you he give his license. There's another card on top of it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then at that point, you sitting there like, ah, oh, all right, sir, he can go. Have a wonderful day. Because you might be a black dude, but I ain't trying to get my career effed up based on what on what you got going on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and so, I think having that as an experience made it a little bit different uh, for me. But like I said, there were still some learning curves. Like, like I mean, that Tennessee trip um, definitely opened my eyes to a little bit different from the South. Because my man was really getting agitated. And the thing was, I wasn't being, like, super, I wasn't being disrespectful. But the questions that I were asking, he did not want to answer, if that's fair
0: enough. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. That's what sparked the question. It was like, yo, you yeah. had to – you know the, the confidence to be like, "What are you pulling me over for?" That'll get you, <laughs> that'll get you a lot. You know what I mean. That'll get uh, you a lot. <laughs>
5: oh,
6: I was I was sitting here like, "That is unheard of, uh, because yeah. there's no way. It's Bring no. It's no, questions. it's no asking question. It's no. Because as soon as you charge them up, that first, may I ask, why you pulling Very me over? That sets the tone for the rest of that conversation. It does. It does. And 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 they're going to license (laughs) the registration. And if you keep going back and forth, Mm -hmm.
0: yep. like, so, 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 like 10 regular questions, though, like I mean, I was just like, look,
1: so my thing is, if I felt like I knew I wasn't wrong, I'd be like, all right, you know, I just want a reason to why I'm being pulled over. Can you provide that? If the answer is no, I want a supervisor. It's that simple.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, see, I mean, it, 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 is. it is. I mean, I mean yeah. hold on, hold on, hold
1: on. I said, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, because I think even as Brandon grew up when we spoke, as Brandon grew up, because me, I think back then when I would drive, I mean, Brandon was with me a lot when I had my license for the first time. Like, I mean, he'd be sitting outside if I go see a chick. <laughs> like, he was with me a, a, a lot when I first started driving, But, I mean, at the same time, like, for me, it was like, it was just a sense of confidence. And I felt like as long as I wasn't, like, yelling, I wasn't, you know, cursing at you, like, Mm -hmm. let's have a simple conversation. You can see that I got my hands on my wheel, license and registration in one hand and in the other. I'm not going to be reaching, but I'm just asking a simple question, sir. Why are you pulling me over? Can I get that? Once that's you crazy. get, once you give me the reason why you're pulling over, you can have my license and registration. If you cannot, can I please get a supervisor? Is that's that's how I felt. Now I think for me, once I got out of the D.C. area and got to the South, that's when things <laughs> changed for me. <laughs> the, the South was a little bit different. They was like you start asking questions, they hands start reaching back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. the like, <laughs> yeah, first no, question is hand on the hip. It's that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm saying, like it was, it was different. It was different. You were raised to ask a question. That's dope. I mean, I feel like that's a major, major, major point that I think a lot of people are going to gloss over. But like what you said, especially in the South, yeah. your first question is a hand on the hip. It's, just, yeah. you know what I mean. It's not like what do you, what do you mean? Like what's the problem? Like give me your license, like Is this not your car? Like it turns into a whole different I'm thing. I'm just think. like. I just I'm, wanna know what I'm what I'm fighting right now. Am I fighting a speeding ticket? Am I like Yeah, know, just let me on? know
1: what's up. But the thing is this they're supposed to tell you why you get pulled over. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, we know. That's Don't that's, mean, that's what they're supposed to they're do.
0: Supposed
5: to. Yeah, uh-huh. I and I get it,
1: and I get it. And all, all all I thought was at that moment was like, look, all I'm doing is put it in perspective, sir. You're supposed to tell me. Now, granted, I'm not saying that, you know, in the South there are a lot of stuff that happened. I remember I got pulled over when I had the explorer. Like, dude was talking about, I'm looking for a two-door Explorer, black, with Alabama plates. I said, sir, I'm in a baby, what was it, a a midnight blue, gold trim Explorer, four doors with Maryland plates. Like, I I remember I said all of that. Like, you telling me you're looking for a black Explorer that you got a bolo out for, but you pulled over a person in a four-door with gold trim? Like, what sense does that make? You saw a black man drive by on an Explorer. Put the light on. Keep going, bro. Yeah,
2: I feel like the, I thought like the South was is, is very if not the most racist.
1: Oh, it is. It like, is. Like, it is. Right. I'm talking about dude, now, how you going to walk up I mean, to the car and tell me what you looking compare,
2: for? I can't compare it accurately. You know I mean to, to the West Coast like they have yeah. so much time. Yeah, you know I mean but but as far as even going back to your regional question, like spending a nice amount of time in the Northeast and then being in Atlanta for like the last fourteen, fifteen years, yeah. like they don't really, uh, they don't really seem to, to, to have to have, you know what I mean, like a recognizable reason to do what they feel like doing. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I, 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 I can give you a good experience now. For any of y'all who've been in Atlanta or home, homeboys from Atlanta, like, um at least from my experience around the greater metropolitan like area yeah if, if you're black you better stay your ass downtown you know what i mean cuz like as soon as you step outside of the the, the, the the literal atlanta or fulton county limits you're back in crackerville like i don't care how you, I, I don't care like, how you, like, you talk you know, about, talking about you talk like, about like you know, sandy springs
1: you talk about sandy springs and all that uh, brookhaven, brookhaven.
2: I don't think you in Jonesboro or, 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 or Forest Park, like 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 like. But Forest it,
1: Park has a huge black population,
2: though. It does, it does, But but you're not in Atlanta. You feel what I'm Saying yeah. like like Georgia, Georgia. You feel I me? Mean? Is a is, along with Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, like like mm. Texas. You feel what I'm Saying like ha, 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 has an incredible um uh, um a racist white I mean history. Like you're, you're oh, yeah, Stone yeah, Mountain, yeah, sure. a very black, you know, mean po- populated area. The mountain itself still has the Confederate flags. You know, what I mean, it, like like hanging. As soon as you start start walking up the hill, all, all, all of the, yeah. all the the natural parks in the area are named after co- Confederate leaders.
1: You know I mean, no, you're definitely you're definitely in a southern area. You're definitely in a southern area. This is
2: me, a Morehouse graduate, just doing my morning exercise. Like, what is he two years ago? When I'm living, I'm, I'm living close to um, Cumberland Mall. Basically, I exit past Windy Hill, which
1: mm-hmm. is way more Caucasian. Uh, you know yeah, I mean, but still that's Cobb County, like, yeah.
2: Ten, yeah, but that's still only what ten minutes outside of, fifteen minutes outside of downtown. I'm, I'm directly off the highway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I literally used to walk. on am going to walk. Like, I come out my exit, walk into the main street. Maybe walk a couple down blocks down to the light, and then you're know, like at, at the cross section for St. Paul's Ferry. Mm-hmm. a long street that you know what i mean goes from the county into the city even so like i'm, I'm walking down the main street of that that's lit and' I'm, 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 I'm basically passing residential areas just on the main you know sidewalk what's yeah. name of um, I, I got stopped three times that morning I had bright blue sweatpants on. That's a tiger down the side. Um, I think I have my Memphis Tigers um, uh, sweatpants <laughs> and a light gray sweatshirt. I have a Gatorade in my hand, you know what I mean, and my headset on. Now, uh, the first cop comes, comes, passes me slowly on the road, turns down there, comes out the parking lot. You know what I mean? Now he's driving towards to me. He, he then rolls his window down, like, what are you doing around here? I'm like, oh. I live on Del Road. You know I'm saying Like, I keep walking. Then the guy comes around the car. I'm like, I asked him his question, you know, his question, like, you know, like you would say, um, is there a reason why? Mm-hmm. Well, you and I are interacting right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, she said, "Well, you fit the description of uh, uh, of a person who just robbed a residence near here. That sounds familiar." You feel know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm like, I'm like, really, sir. One, you can see I have my Gatorade here. I have my headset with me. I'm walking down. Like, like, I'm explain. I'm basically explaining this, the situation to him in my way to also show that I, I, I know what's going on here. You feel know me? Saying mm-hmm. like, 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 How can I help you? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, somebody said that somebody broke into a residence over here. You, I'm like, and what's the description? A, a black man with a sweatshirt. I'm not making none of this shit up. What's that? I'm like, I'm like, I understand, even if that is a description, sir, if a person had eyes that well enough to see, do you think that they would also add in the tigers going down my sweat my sweatpants? Do I look like I'm trying to hide anything? And, you know what I mean? And, and again, if anybody had that well eyes to see, you don't think that they would have described this simple, but almost like bright um, um, uh, um, outfit I have on? Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't end there, though. You feel me? Another cop pulls up, so both of them pop out and do like a mini search on me. <laughs> Let me go. I keep walking down the street.
1: Did, I also, did you get anybody's you know, I mean, badge number it, or card? As,
2: as an alumni of, of Morehouse College, I, I still to this day keep my, my last um,
1: college idea,
2: ID. ID. You feel I'm saying? Because that kind of means something, at least within these 15 minute mile you know radius whatever mm-hmm. so they let me go i walk maybe two blocks up still on power's ferry yeah i mean two other cars hop out two cops hop out this time with the guns out pat me down search me again whatever i'm talking to my older cousin wendell who works for like um it's like um a big tech company here close to dc um uh, i'm on the phone with him at this point I think it's between like eight and 9, no 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 yeah between eight thirty and nine thirty in the morning so I'm probably close to nine in the morning. But same um, as he's on the phone with me, the last set of two cop cars pull up. But this time it was like three officers again with their guns out, pat me down, have me lay down on the floor, run through all the rest of my pockets. Yeah, you know I mean, it, 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 and I just decided to still walk up the next block and then turn back around and, and walk my and walk my walk my regular walk home. Like I normally would. Now, I, I didn't say any of that to, to even sound tough or anything, but with what, what was going on, in the fact that I was already halfway through, yeah, you know I mean, my my distance walk by the time that the first set of cops got with me, I, I felt like it would probably be more in my better interest to still go about my way like I normally would, rather than give them any you know, a, a, a reason or satisfaction to feel like I was lying the first time when I said what I was doing out here.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah you gotta you bro you had a I've case had against Cobb. that's wild
2: i've had i've had positive um interactions a, yeah. almost like crazy crazy like anybody else would say why why do you do, do it this way well because that like my intuition said that this was a a regular person I'm talking to that I could go about it this way this other person who needs their their ego stroke I might not stroke it, but I'm definitely not gonna you know i mean try to
1: charge them up thing. yeah
2: do none of that with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the other person who seems like they're obviously hateful, like, the best way I can do that is have, like, follow their directions, but, like, try my best to, one, kind of explain the situation. That if it's not to pop off early, then then let me help explain them this to them that I'm at least not one of them niggas that you're usually looking for. You know what I mean? Like, 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 if I can use that route out, then allow me to go and then y'all go do whatever y'all's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, but in general, like 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 I guess you gotta know the area you're in. You know what I mean? And that's where region, location, social, economic all plays into mm-hmm. the part. You know what I mean? Like 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 Brandon was saying, even about Montgomery County where John's from, like, still still that part location right there, like it is known to be one of the more affluent areas in it in the in that region right there. You know what I'm saying? So so on one hand, you might be looked as a nigga like who who might have just came into the city if you're doing too well. But on the other hand, like like John had said, you know, like that'll make them raise their eyebrows. It, if we do then recognize that you are here, we, like we we kind of might already know who we're. I mean, like we might not want to fuck with these niggas right here. You know what I'm saying? If, if that makes any sense,
1: nah, but man. but. The they, South, they pick and choose their battles. Certain
2: races that, that are known to be racist, like, I don't care what you was doing, nigga. Did you hear what I just said to you? And it kind of just kind of goes goes like that. You know what I'm saying? So Like you got to know I guess where you're at and if you can't coach with, that's definitely a huge plus. You know what I'm saying? For those yeah. of us, especially who can. You know what I mean? But if you're in a racist part of the South or anywhere for real, if you're catching the wrong cop, then a lot of Times they have ego trips that I think we'll see what makes the situation.
1: I think that's that's it's, also it, it, a it's cop not about, issue.
2: Do they know the law of this, that, any third, or, or were they supposed to? If they want to, then then whoever wins this situation is, is who's gonna make it, yeah. You know I mean, to, to court or be able to turn whatever the fuck is. I'll do whatever the fuck I said to you, nigga. Excuse my friends, yeah. You know I mean, but like these crackers down here do, do, do not care whatsoever.
1: Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> All right, so we are at one fifteen. Did any of the other fellas got a, a a last few words to put in before we go ahead and sign out for the first episode of the Black Round Table?
5: I appreciate you doing this. Ah, uh, yeah, you. man. Um, I'm glad we had some open dialogue, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, some more sessions. Yeah,
1: man, I think it's going to be dope. Our next few sessions, we're going to talk a little bit more professionally about how you guys experience it on a professional level if that makes sense. I gotta I think that's I think for yes, me sir. I think that's for me is where I've experienced the most type of racism is on a professional level. But yeah
4: okay, I can speak I can yeah. that
1: yeah. right <laughs> I'm so serious. And 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 yeah I'm gonna say that for for the next talk. So anybody else got anything else to put in, go ahead.
4: Uh, I'm ready for part two cuz
1: Oh yeah. My young boy, my
4: young boy, he hot now, bro. He out there making it, making it rain.
1: I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be like you, Brandon. When I grow up, I swear.
4: I'll be better than me, Cuz. Always, <laughs> always. <laughs>
2: right.
6: no, I, I echo Wayne, bro. I I really appreciate you having this song man. It's beautiful seeing this all black kings, bro. Yeah.
5: Uh,
6: I, I don't know. Um,
3: Kane.
6: What's what? I'm I'm horrible with names, real horrible. All right, so uh, you got Wayne, both Jamal. My in Atlanta, both my guys in Atlanta, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's it's like listening to everybody's experience, uh, different experiences, different regions. Just mm-hmm. and it's almost it's all the same. We're all connected. Yeah. Also, shoot, it's it's like having me think about. I haven't been yet. But, and I don't know if this is something you want to talk about, but, like, shoot, I don't know if it has a certain amount of trauma for us. Definitely, like, prioritizing that mental health seeing a therapist, Uh, a black therapist preferably. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything that we go through growing up affects us now uh, as much as we don't want to admit it. Uh, But, yeah, like, just these different microaggressions or, you know... Straight in your face aggressions uh, yeah. that we've been dealing with. But like I said, man, I appreciate you. It's, it's been dope listening to everybody's perspective. Um, and hopefully, we can, you know, for your audience, uh, for those young black brothers listening, like mm-hmm. you can learn something from us. So, yes,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: most
6: definitely.
1: Uh, Maul, you got anything to put in? Yeah, man, this is
3: this. This is very, very needed, especially just, just having that community of, of black men getting together and sharing their, their, their experience and learning from each other. Really. Yeah. Because growing up, I, I don't think many black boys or black men have had this opportunity to actually talk amongst Ooh. each other and. Mm-hmm jamal learn, you learn, just learn, stepped
1: learn. on you just stepped Good. on episode yeah. three how you gonna step on episode three already bro episode three coming through you soon keep going because yeah. I, I think it's that
4: episode
1: yeah. Oh man i want to do a five-part series on this y'all so i mean if it's y'all every time but i mean i think i am going to keep inviting people to the table event especially a certain expertise sometimes or different episodes I wanted to start off with my with 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 my bros. um I think for each of you, like like like, I, I, funny,
5: don't? your mic your mic is yeah, out
1: yeah. Out. Oh, hello! Can y'all hear me better now? Yeah, a
6: little
1: bit. It, 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 could bad, hey, <laughs> it, it could be that AT bro. Hey, it could be that AT and T. I need a refund, bro. I need a refund. I need a refund. Started I, I in there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. So as as I was saying, um. Uh, as I was saying, uh, I want to thank each and every one of y'all for coming out. Um, I was gonna start with little Brandon, man. Um, he's been in my life since he was five. Like, you know what I mean? Hey. Like, so I mean, I've watched him grow up um, to the young man that he is today. I'm proud. That nigga
2: 38 now.
1: <laughs> hey, he hey, he he up there now, man. I mean, <laughs> it's just funny to see how like our relationship blossomed. And kept growing, and to see him grow into the young man that he is today is 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 an amazing feat. And I wanted him to be on like this first episode with me, uh, Wayne. You know, me and you've been rocking it since we had almost fought at ten. <laughs> 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 it been it been it been rocking with each other ever since. Taylor, man, you've been there, damn, since we what three? Yeah, 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 yeah. three. Okay. Terrell, Brandon, I met both of them in college. They are. A part of the council um a lot of people don't know the council but the council needs to be known uh i think that i i, I think i think i think that is one thing that black america needs at this moment is, is 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 the council to step up for a lot of things i think i might have an entire council episode uh before y'all know it uh beyond that um jamal my partner in this podcast who's better himself right now so i know you're on a hiatus Thank you for breaking the hiatus to come through to episode yeah, one. The the people can't wait to have you back on a regular. Um, beyond that, I want to thank each of you for coming out for the first episode of the Black Roundtable. Being a Black Man in America, episode two will be coming out the week after this one. So y'all enjoy Um I ain't got nothing to do but stay black and stay black and more black and more black hey, and more Steve. black and more black and more black. And I wanna say black, that black lives black, black, do black. matter. So if we can.
4: On man huh?
1: Hey, hey. So yeah. So I thank y'all yet again. I'm gonna go ahead and sign this off. Thank y'all so much for coming through. All right, y'all. This has been another episode of We Still Ain't Got Our Shit Together. Stay tuned.